This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al Zane and Brian. Brian, we'll start out with um, edge rushers. The top 10 is Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, TJ Watt, Hassan Reddick, Max Crosby, Brian Burns, Matthew Judon, Von Miller, and rounding out at number 10 is, is Joey Bosa. So Nick Bosa comes in as the best edge rusher in the NFL. I think that is fair. He is the reigning defensive player of the year. He had 18 and a half sacks. And according to uh, Next Gen Stats, he produced 14.3% pressure rate on his pass rushes. And his 48 QB hits was actually the most by 12. So that was a pretty dominant season. I think he is right now probably the best defensive player, at least the best edge rusher, I think you could argue. And it was nice to see him come in number one and get get recognized by scouts and execs and everything else. Yeah, you know, I know there's I know there's a lot of debate, especially on kind of sports media in the sports media, but also kind of sports media Twitter uh about kind of who really those three right mm-hmm. nick bosa miles garrett micah parsons i really feel like it tends to be more nick bosa micah parsons and miles garrett tends to be kind of on the outside looking in uh, i i think he kind of miles garrett is to a certain extent just a little bit in he's in cleveland so <laughs> you know most people don't tend to like to talk about the cleveland browns but i i I mean, how do you not, how do you not, like you said, not, how do you not have the reigning NFL, you know, NFL defensive player of the year uh, at that position, right? Um, you know, it'd be like, it'd be like having a corner win it. And then when you rank corners, that corner isn't number one, right? It, it wouldn't make any sense. But I mean, you just look at Nick Bosa's career with the 49ers uh, and, and he has made a significant impact every time he's on the field. The only time that he hasn't been impactful is 2020 when he had his injury. And so, I mean, it's, he's about to be broke off. He's about to be, you know, 30. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to guess like $33 million a year would probably be around what is, what is, what his contract is going to come out to. Probably. Um, but he, the 49ers about to break him off something fierce. And I imagine that, uh, I imagine that information about that will be coming out by the end of this month. Uh, that tends to be right around the time that they extend their own players. They extended Kittle at the end of July. They extended Warner at the end of July. Uh, they extended Debo a little bit later, but still got it done. And it was still right around the start of training camp. So uh, I think that's the expectation. But I, I mean, I, I can't really argue 
uh, with that list. And I can't, I, I don't think there's an argument to not having Nick Bosa number one. Uh, is Micah Parsons great? Absolutely. He's absolutely great. Uh, I'm surprised but, he wasn't too. But, but yeah. And, and I think Miles Garrett is too, because I, to me, Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett affect both the run and pass game more mm. than Micah Parsons does. Uh, you know, Miles Garrett and Nick Bosa are fierce against the run as well. And I think that gives them a slight edge. But again, not to say that Micah Parsons isn't great. Um, and, you know, and and I'm sure Cowboy fans are, are probably complaining that he's not number one. But uh, I don't I, I don't think that you can put him number one over, like I said, the reigning NFL defensive player of the year. And we also wanted to look at the Niners have these blue chip dudes who are in the top 10 in these categories. Mm -hmm. How'd they get them? How did they come yeah. about to get these players? Nick Bosa. Cliff Kingsbury, baby. Cliff Kingsbury. You know, but, but not only that, there's there's a click. <laughs> you know, they take Kyler Murray and most goes to the Niners at two. But you look at how the Niners went to two. Jimmy Garoppolo tears his ACL. And yeah. remember that happening and thinking, oh, my God, this is the worst thing. They finally have a franchise quarterback. He tears his ACL. The season's over. This is the worst thing to happen to the team. It's awful. Why do we always have bad luck? And I'm not saying an injury is ever. I'm not wishing an injury on anyone. But looking at what happened because of it, you got a generational defensive talent who changes everything when he's on the field. Yeah, Maybe the most important player on your team, defensive player of the year. He's about to be the highest paid defensive player ever, right? If he, if yeah. he gets paid more than Aaron Donald anyway. So yeah. to think that out of that you know tragic injury that this came, it was probably the best case scenario for the Niners out of, out of what could have happened because you got this, this guy and they made, listen, Quinton Williams is really good too. And they, and they could have sure. decided to take him. They sure. did it. They made and Robert the right Sala has him now. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Right. Yeah. Um, he's a good player. He's about to get paid too. But um, I, I would say, I like to think that the 49ers, the, that the Cardinals taking Kyler Murray was like, I want to say, I don't want to say karma, but I, I'm going to say it was, it was the football gods giving back to 49er fans for the debacle that was Chip Kelly, because I still blame Chip Kelly for not having Miles Garrett on this team because they won that meaningless week 17 game uh, at the end of, you know, at the end of his season to bump them from one to two. Right. And so then Cleveland drafts Miles Garrett and then the 49ers, well, the 49ers end up with uh, Solomon Thomas, but neither here nor there. But then again, they get the, the opportunity. They're two again. And you're like another generational talent and they're not going to get them because they're two. And then the Cardinals hire Cl Cliff Kingsbury and. And now and now the 49ers have have Nick Bosa. So uh, thank you, Cliff. Thank you, Arizona. Uh, continue to be the dumpster fire organization that you are. And uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's go to off the ball linebackers. And number one, Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Number two, Rokon Smith. Number three, Tremaine Edmonds. Number four, Matt Milano. Number five, Devin White. 
number six, Demario Davis, who's on the Saints, if you're not familiar with that name. Uh, number seven, Shaq Leonard from Indy. Number eight, Nick Bolton. Number nine, C.J. Mosley. And coming in at number 10, Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw. So the Niners get represented twice in this category. Yes. And we'll start out with Warner, who is, we all know, is a stud and pretty much known now as, as the best. I don't even know if it's an argument that anybody else is better than him. And he was number one in more than 70% of ballots on this. So he was recognized again by everyone. And through five seasons, he was tied for first amongst linebackers and passes defended. Uh, he's fourth in tackles. He's fifth in pass breakups. One scout called him the perfect new age linebacker who is great against the pass, can handle himself against the run. And then he has plus leadership and communication. So yeah, just as good to have just to have two guys, the level of Bosa and then Warner on your defense is rare. And the Niners are very lucky to have both these guys. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, Fred Warner, Fred Warner is the reason why the 49ers defense can do a lot of what it does, especially in coverage, because Fred Warner erases the middle of the field better than any linebacker in the NFL. I would argue maybe ever. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, when, when Warner was at BYU, uh, he was, uh, he, he went there as a safety. And so he has that coverage background. But the other thing that Fred Warner is that that a lot of people, I think, don't realize Fred Warner is a monster. He's six, three. And you don't see that at that position very often. You know, Mike mm -hmm. linebackers, middle linebackers used to be, you know, five, eleven, six foot, six, one, maybe. Right. Just real stocky because they because for a long time they were the second level of defense. Right. They were they were tasked with. If, if the running back gets through the line, then then they're not getting through you, right? And so Warner, at that size, you would think, hey, he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to defend the run as well, uh, just because he's he's not he doesn't have the heft, but he does. And and you know, my my what still one of my favorite plays from last season is that play against the Rams where it, it's it's a it's an outside zone uh, off of left tackle. And you see, I don't, I don't even remember who the running back was for the Rams and you see him on the screen. Fred Warner isn't on the screen. And then all of a sudden he comes from outside the view of the camera and is just like a missile and just, just dives and just parallel to the ground for like three and a half yards and just spears uh, the, the ball carrier and knocks him on his ass. It was an incredible play. But not only that, but some of the plays like you see Fred Warner carrying players like Tyreek Hill or uh, Jalen Waddle when they played the Dolphins, carrying him down the seam, step for step, stride for stride, you know, a little behind, but in, still in, in 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 perfect coverage. And so, yeah, again, I don't I don't there's there's no other player in the NFL that does what Fred Warner does. And there's no other player at, at the linebacker position that affects his his defense's scheme more than Fred Warner does. And then with Dre Greenlaw, Dre Greenlaw is just a a sideline to sideline just wrecker of of humans and and offensive schemes. And you know, it was interesting, you know, in our last episode we had Jack Hammer on and one of the questions you asked him was about depth. And one of the one of the one of the things that I am a little bit concerned about is you know, Aziz Alshair really filled in very well for Dre Greenlaw 
when Dre Greenlaw was injured. And Dre Greenlaw mm-hmm. gets injured a good amount, and it's because of the way that he plays the game. And so that is my one concern with the 49ers linebacking core is who is going to step into that role that that Aziz had to fill in for Dre when he is inevitably injured. Because I don't I don't know that there's been a season for Dre Greenlaw where he hasn't missed time. And again, that just has to do with the way that he plays the game. And, and I'm not faulting him for it. You know, he is just an absolute, you know, has no regard for his body or anything uh, when he plays the game. And that's part of what makes him great. But um, yeah, to have two of the top 10 in a in a position group and then to have the best at one position and then have the best at another position, pretty, pretty, uh, I would say pretty impressive. And not only that, but those are both homegrown players. Uh, Fred Warner drafted in the third round. Nick Bosa drafted in the first round, two overall. But uh, yeah, just just love having Fred Warner on this team. Yeah, and, and Greenlaw too in the in the fifth round. And, and you look at mm-hmm. Greenlaw, he made a he made a huge jump. And listen to this stat. Greenlaw has a minus 28.1 EPA expected points added when targeted, which <laughs> led all linebackers. So you, you just talk about what 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 Warner does in coverage. Coverage, yeah. and then you add Greenlaw into that. That is insane what the Niners offer in terms of coverage and what they can take away on defense because of those two linebackers. And we talk about how well the Niners have done just building this roster in general. And you get the best linebacker in the league in the third round, in, in a top 10 linebacker by in the fifth purposes round. from this, in the fifth round. When you're yep. able to get that value, that kind of value in those rounds, that's why they've been, a, they've been in the NFC Championship three of the last four years and one Super Bowl appearance, despite issues at the quarterback, because they're so good everywhere else. And I was going to say, and that's largely the reason why if that trade doesn't work out and for he who shall not be named right now, because we said we weren't going to talk about him. If that trade does not work out, the 49ers largely can weather that because of how well they draft in rounds three through seven. 